following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. It is a gorgeous morning in Southern California this morning. I just love this weather. Well, California is a little weird from time to time, but what great weather we have. And life is good. Well, we're going to go a different direction today. You may think that this is just one of those feel-good kind of shows that you're going to listen to today. Uh, I hope not. Uh, I really want to delve into the subject. We're going to be talking about gratitude when it comes to combating crime. And you go, really, Opal? (laughs) Are you out of ideas? What's this about? Well, you know, it's an interesting thing that is going on here. The last few weeks, this this show is being recorded on uh, May 2nd. By the way, tomorrow's my birthday, and yes, I'm taking off. <laughs> I'm going to take the whole weekend off, and I'm not going to apologize. I did 19 presentations last week to over 3,000 people, and many, many of them were students. And uh, it has been an interesting week. Now, I will admit that my soul's a little empty today, because that will really take the starch out of you, day in, day out, standing on your feet for seven hours a day trying to entertain teenagers. So that's really an interesting place that God has put us. But one of the things that I honestly believe, and I really want you to entertain with me uh, today, is the impact that what makes the difference between a kid that is motivated, that that is well-rounded, that has a healthy outlook, that wants to be a leader, and that kid that slumps in there and uh, has got an attitude and is irritating everybody around him and needing a lot of attention and uh, like that. So I will see these often. Sometimes I speak in school classrooms, but often I'll speak in assemblies. And it's almost uh, visibly uh, obvious, not every time, but a large majority of the time, you can fairly quickly look at a human being that you have never met and tell what universe they're coming from. And I share that because, you know, I'm always looking for how do we keep our kids from being violated. And one of the things that I have come to believe as I've trained thousands of high school students about how the Internet works and how to stay safe from the predator, the first thing I learned is that parents don't have a clue on how any of it works, and yet they're still putting their their precious children out there to try it out. And so just that one factor alone will make a big decision on how and whether or not a child's going to be violated. But one of my observations is, is the preface, the position the child is coming from emotionally and psychologically themselves 
before they go on the internet whether or not they're going to be a victim of violation. And uh, so one of the things that I saw on here is that as we share with teenagers about how pedophiles and pimps and predators are looking for young people, we share with them that what they're looking for is a young person who is available and vulnerable. And so what do we mean by that? Well, you know, it really is about whether the child has low self-esteem, whether they're looking for affection, approval, and have that hole in their heart. And I would encourage you to try to step outside your parental role of, you know, your child being a wonderful child and everything about them and pretend you don't know your child. You know, line your child up with other people and begin to do kind of a personality assessment Because what I find is that if you have a kid with a hole in their heart, a kid that is desperate to please, a kid that is uh, doing all kinds of behavior that is seeking approval of some sort, then you're going to have a child that is much more likely to be um, violated to reach out, to to do clandestine activity, to go behind your back. Now, all teenagers take risks. We get that. I mean, trust me. <laughs> I don't even want to think about my own childhood. But anyway, we all take risks. I mean, the very nature of being a teenager is kind of letting go of being that child and finding out who you are. And sometimes those experiments take some very strange terms, and some of them some very dangerous terms and very risky terms. So we get that process is taking place. But what I have come to understand in working with all these teenagers are there there is a huge difference in where they're coming from. Uh, most kids I see out there, and I mean this sincerely, the bulk of the kids I see out there are healthy kids and they're young people that want to stay safe on the internet. Most of these kids want to do what's right and most of them, even if they don't want to do what's right, don't want to be violated. So even if they don't have this kind of altruistic approach, most of them are smart enough to say, well, I at least don't want some guy you know, having sex with me. And so I find that starting with a base attitude of understanding that most of these kids, if you'll educate them, get it. And of course, most of you know I'm in the process of raising the money. It seems to be taking forever, and I don't know why or how. I need a different way to approach it because I believe it is the single most important thing we can do in all of our society is raise $40,000 to do a documentary. I have already have 40000 I just need another 40000 We could save 10 million kids if we can create a documentary. You see, the first thing I know about kids, regardless of where they're coming from emotionally, is that almost 98% of them do not understand the world they're living in. We hand them, you know, before we do a needs assessment, before we do an emotional uh, assessment, before we do a maturity assessment, we hand a child a phone. 
and uh, and then we want them to have the judgment, and we just hope and pray it's there without ever really looking at our child and saying, does my child have the maturity to be able to do this? So before I get off on that, I want to keep going with where I'm saying is that most of these kids want to stay safe on the Internet if we will educate them. And, of course, the idea of the documentary is to educate them. So if you're willing and interested in helping me raise that funding to do that, I I desperately need all the money that, uh, and all the support that we can get. But one of the main common denominators I see between a healthy teenager that has depth and maturity and like that is whether or not the child has gratitude. And uh, it's an interesting thing to analyze another human being about gratitude. You really can't do it unless you educate yourself. One of the things I will tell you is the the old line about the apple doesn't far, fall far from the tree is extremely tr- uh, true. And one of the things that I would encourage you, mom and dad, that are listening to the show is do your own gratitude assessment. Because one of the things that I know is that all of these kinds of things seem to be generational. If you're angry, if you feel lost, if you feel neglected, if you have low self-worth as a parent, it is going to absolutely magnify throughout your child, a childhood. I um I pulled out an old quote as I was doing my show prep today. Your children will see what you're all about by what you live rather than what you say. That is a quote by uh, Wayne Dyer. And again, uh, your child will see what you're all about, about how you live rather than what you say. That's important, Mom and Dad, because the one thing that I see here is if you feel good about yourself, you see, what I'd like you to do is kind of look around as an outsider at yourself, uh, your spouse, your husband, your wife, and your children, and say, are we functioning from a place where we have low self-esteem or do we have a hole in our heart? Are some of us feeling like um, we had a bad childhood and never really dealt with that? Those kinds of things will radiate down to your child, and your child will just automatically do, uh, will just kind of absorb it. And so the one thing that I will tell you that I see is the kids with a healthy attitude have gratitude. They recognize their own value, and they have it, or they have an ability to have confidence and belief in themselves and their worth. Now, I'm not talking that they're perfect. Uh, teenagers will always be insecure. Teenagers are like kicking the tires of life, trying to figure out: Can I do this? Should I do that? Will somebody like me? The very nature, and and this is the crazy part of my job, quite frankly, is the very nature of pubescence, of going through puberty, is experimenting and finding out who you are, who you are sexually, who you are morally, who you are in your own identity. Are you funny? Are you strong? Are you insecure? Are you athletic? Are you intelligent? Are you humorous? 
And everybody tries some of that out until they can begin to find out who they are. What you'll find there is that that is how you get character. I often share with teenagers, every time you do what's right instead of what is easy, that is how you get character. And so your worth is not based on how many likes or followers you have on TikTok or Instagram or like that. Your worth is based on your depth of character, of determining who you are as a person. And if you have a parent that has low self-esteem or immaturity or who, who has not stopped and looked at that, you are going to have a teenager who's going to experiment. And the crazy thing to me is we are handing our kids social media on the World Wide Web with 35, 50,000 followers when they don't know who they are, what they stand for, and they don't know even if they have character. That is how a child will get violated. This is Opal Singleton. We're up against that break, so stay with us. We will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. I appreciate you joining us today. We are talking about what makes the difference between one teenager and another and their likeliness to be exploited. And I believe that one of those things is words like gratitude and empathy. And I don't mean this to be like a superfluous uh, feel-good show. I am dead serious about what I see here, and I hope that you will uh, think this out with me because uh, I am constantly analyzing how do I change this? How do I protect kids? Why will one child, a beautiful child that is a 4.0 student, fall prey to a predator when, you know, another kid maybe is a – a 2.4 in a high-risk environment, very poor, and yet they they uh, are able to plow through and not get exploited on the Internet. And one of the things that I have come to understand here is under developing character in our kids is absolutely critical. And quite frankly, you can't help a kid develop character if you haven't developed it yourself. And so that's where I'm going in this show a little bit, if you will uh, bear with me. I did some research here in my show prep. What is gratitude? I mean, we all say, okay, being grateful for what you have. Certainly that is true. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. Now, that's a powerful statement to me because it is the difference between the kid who thinks they're enough and a kid who is going to play on the Internet and willing to take chances so that they can get the approval. That child that is playing on the Internet that is so proud that they have 10,000 followers, and by the way, if they're going on TikTok, if you don't know what TikTok is, please go to exploitedcrimes.com, hit listen, go all the way to the bottom, and then scroll back up until you see the show on TikTok. Uh, because it changed the way our kids will have relationships, and that's why this show is so important to me. 
and that is that instead of just instead, excuse me, of just um, talking to a few people that you know, you will go on the worldwide stage. The problem is, mom and dad think TikTok's a little kids' game, so now 10 year olds, eleven year olds are on TikTok and they're twerking and suddenly they have 35,000 followers, none of which they know. And so you say to yourself, there's a lot of problems going on here, mom and dad, because your child might as well go down to LAX airport and twerk because they're going to meet about that many people going by. Uh, It changed how our kids communicate, and this is the reason why as I go into schools and I share this with kids, you know, they, they go, wow, that's interesting, and then I share with them. So, okay, you're a little older, you can handle this, but think about your 10-year-old sister on there twerking with 35,000 people and at least 350 of them want to have sex with her. And then they start to get the need for leadership because I will tell you, once they understand how all of this works, most kids want to be successful. They want to be leaders. But what is happening is we're allowing our kids who have low self-esteem, who have little empathy, who have almost no gratitude, no depth of character, and we're putting them on the World Wide Web and hoping and praying they have the judgment to stand against a predator, and they will not. We have not equipped them to do that. This is the reason for the documentary, folks. We must stop and explain to our kids the world in which we live and why it is so difficult to raise that money to do that. I don't know, but we must do that. What is gratitude? It turns what we have into enough and more. The reason I say that for kids is they're looking around for more followers. They think if they have 5,000 followers or 10,000 followers that they are more valuable. You and I both know how ridiculous that is, but they're working in a world of social media where nobody is working with them on their depth of character and talking out what an empowering relationship and an exploitive relationship should look like on the Internet. It turns, we're talking about gratitude, it turns uh, denial into acceptance. It turns chaos into order. It can turn confusion into clarity. It turns problems into gifts and failures into success the unexpected into perfect timing, and mistakes into important events. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. That is a quote of someone I've never heard of by the name of Melody Beatty, but she is right on. The reason why all of this is so important is that one of the things that makes our kids available and vulnerable is that some of them have a hole in their heart, which they are trying to fill with fake approval. And one of the things when I go out and I talk to your kids, I talk to them and I would invite you to do this. Talk to your kids about what is an empowering relationship and what an exploitive relationship looks like. This is very, very important, I believe, in the fight against sex trafficking. 
this is the core of the matter. You do not have to set outside a motel to get the cartel in sex trafficking. What you need to do is stop and look within your own household and say, are my kids ready for the World Wide Web? Because that is how recruitment is taking place. Gangs are going on social media on spots like Tinder and Meet Me and Plenty of Fish and My Laugh Out Loud, and they look like a boyfriend. And we are not telling our girls what to look for or how to evaluate what they find. And what I find there is that if you have a kid who is healthy, they will be able to have that strength of worth, knowing who they are, what they stand for, and not taking shortcuts on the Internet. The Internet will no longer be a threat because they already know who they are and they don't need 10,000 followers of creeps and pedophiles to prove that they are valuable. They already know that they are smart and that they are going to be a leader. And that is part of the key. Now, one of the things that I would invite you to do, mom and dad that are listening to this show, is do your own inventory. You know, take a look at your life and say, am I insecure? Am I depressed? Am I worn down? Am I uh, seeking approval in unhealthy ways? Am I self-medicating with too much alcohol or uh, maybe uh, pornography if you're a male? Because those things will, it's generational. It, it, It never takes place in a vacuum, mom and dad. If you are not healthy, you will be incapable of raising healthy kids. So whatever it is in your life, get into some therapy. And no, I don't work on commission with therapists. But get into um, a therapy and start to understand what is driving that hole in your heart. And then take a step back and say, you know, what, what is the vulnerability rating of my child? You know, are they are they insecure? Are they looking for love in all the wrong places? Are they uh, are they just experimenting, or in fact they uh, have a tendency to be shy, or maybe they're being overtly aggressive? That's always a sign. It's really interesting. I I can be standing in front of four hundred kids at an assembly. And I can look out there and I can see the ones that maybe are being sexually violated at home. Not not everyone, but there is a behavior pattern that that is on display if the if the um, if the trained eye, if you will, can see it. You'll see guys that while I'm talking about sexual exploitation, they're making jokes and uh, irritating people around them. And and you can tell that they're extremely uncomfortable with this. And uh, I get that talking to teenagers about sexual exploitation will always be uncomfortable. But most of them you will see have a little bit of a maturity and a character And they'll watch it, and they want to be leaders. They just need to be equipped, and they will pay attention. Others of them you will see are probably playing on the Internet, looking for that approval in all the wrong places. And it's a fascinating thing because for whatever reason, our world, 
uh, has decided to put kids who are going through puberty who do not have adult judgment, and now we're doing prepubescent kids, and we are putting them out there where total strangers can talk to them without equipping them, first of all, mentally, or telling them what a good relationship looks like or what exploitation, but also not even considering where they're at emotionally and equipping them with empathy, with discipline, with self-worth, and yes, with gratitude. So this is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. It's all about crime and and uh, how we can keep our kids safe from predators. Please follow Million Kids at, at uh, Facebook. Just go to Facebook, find Million Kids, hit like, or go to www.millionkids.org. You can always write to me at Opal, O-P-A-L, at Million Kids. We're up against that break, so we're going to be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about What's the difference between teenagers? Some of them are strong and some of them are vulnerable. And uh, one of the biggest things that I see as I work with hundreds of teenagers is that 
the difference between the child that believes that they are enough and the child that does not. And that is a, uh, it almost sounds like a cliche, but that is deep, very, very deep. And I, I want you to sort through this with me because, you know, it, it was very late in my life before I felt that I was enough. And uh, one of the things that I came to understand, it took me way too long to learn it, and I share it with kids, and I want to share it with you, Mom and Dad, that being enough is a gift you give yourself. You can't get that from anybody else. Uh, there are a lot of people that can tell you you're wonderful. But if you do not believe that, then then you're doing yourself a disservice. Being enough, oftentimes in my opinion, is the difference between the child that's violated and the child that's not. Because when you believe that you are enough, then you have that strength of character that allows you to go to a new level, that to not compromise on uh, a relationship. You see, it is, it is a complex thing that we are doing. We are taking our children who do not believe they're enough, and we are empowering them on the World Wide Web so it, they can go to the world buffet of people out there and surely one of them will think they're enough that that your child's enough and your child will pick and choose from the world buffet in the hopes that they will find someone who believes they're enough and uh so it's a it's a very difficult situation i'm i'm hoping you can get the the imagery that i'm discussing here because it's an odd thing that we are doing we, before the child has any concept of self-worth and self-esteem and character and like that, we put them on the World Wide Web and they're feeling insecure, so we now empower them to reach tens of thousands of people in the hopes that if they have 30,000 followers, they will be enough. It is a facade, and I believe that as a nation, we need to step back As Christians, if you are, we need to step back and take a look at our children and start to teach them that they are enough, to share with them, to help them do exercises, exercises of gratitude. I was looking up the stages of gratitude as I was doing my show prep. First comes the acknowledgement of goodness in one's life, the state of gratitude where we say yes to life. And that's very, very important because if you have a child that's uh, caught in the middle of a divorce, how in the hell are they ever going to say yes to life? If you have a child who's lost somebody who um, that is, you know, just part of life, maybe their grandma or someone they were very close to, how do they say yes to life? And it is those journeys through life that we must begin to come alongside with our children. Put the wagging finger down. These kids are going to have social media. 
You may keep it from them. You may lock it up, but they go to school, they get it at school, and they get it from their friends. What we need to do is take a step back and start to look at just how we can prepare our child for the next world, the next generation. We affirm, if we have uh, gratitude, we affirm that all in all, life is good and has elements that make it not just worth living, but rich in texture and detail. I, I like that. Now, it's a little altruistic. Uh, I, I'm not expecting a, a 12-year-old to, to rush in and say life is good and rich in texture and detail. I get that. But I also think that it's important that we share with our kids just how valuable they are and that you have a healthy relationship between you and your child because that will set the stage on how they emulate relationships with future partners. I think it's important even earlier and earlier and earlier now to talk to your child about what sex is. Sex should be something that is included, by the way, in gratitude. Sex is not bad. I'm not suggesting it is. I think sex is the greatest gift God ever gave a man and a woman who are in a committed relationship, who believe in each other, who can support and give to each other, and that it's a healthy encounter of intimacy. But what has happened is social media and online gaming has removed all of that from them. When you get into animated sex, you are not exchanging anything of intimacy with another human being. You are emulating a physical act virtually, and it has no consequences. You are not connecting to another human being. Therefore, It's impossible to feel gratitude or empathy or any of the emotions that normally go on on a one-on-one intimate relationship. In fact, uh, you know, I often will say for teenagers, the, the virtual world feels like a world with no consequences. And think about this, what is happening in, in many cases, it is a world with no consequences in virtual sex because you can't get STDs. You don't have to worry about getting anybody pregnant. By the way, you don't have to worry about hurting their feelings because you're not intimate with anybody. You are doing a physical act complete and void of real um, connection or intimacy. So that is not going to build character, and it is going to set the stage for what to expect about sex, and we are putting our 8, 9, 10, 11-year-old kids on there. We don't talk to them about sex because they haven't gone through puberty yet. And yet, we have not helped them develop emotionally. Uh, You know, we're talking about gratitude today, but gratitude basically comes in recognizing some of the sources of goodness lie outside ourselves. When you look at virtual sex, it's all about me, me, me. Did I get a good score? Did I have a good time? Am I trying out new things? And you are not looking at the goodness outside the self. And so, therefore, you can't have empathy or gratitude, quite frankly, in those kinds of worlds. Uh, The object of gratitude should often be other-directed. In other words, not only are you grateful that you are enough, 
But you can also be grateful that for the other things in your life, the other people. You're not going to be grateful if you're having sex in a virtual video game. Now, am I totally against gaming? No, but what I want to do in this podcast, this broadcast, is to get you to think about the emotional impact of teenagers and helping them build that character. You see, we think of a teenager over here as an independent entity who happens to be using social media. What we ourselves as a society are overlooking is the emotional impact of a child's character of whether or not they can have gratitude, whether they can have empathy, whether they have self-worth, we're separating the two. You see, we're seeing, and by the way, I'm talking this out live as we go. I have not had this conversation with myself, but I do believe this is going in the right direction, that we are putting our child on the internet and we think of it as simply a physical act that they are conducting. I want to make some notes on this because I want to do a paper on this. Anyway, we only think about the physical acts and the interaction. We don't look at what's beneath the surface. What emotions are they experiencing within those acts? Do they experience an emotion of being worthwhile even if they have no followers? Do we understand the emotions and the interaction when they're in a video game where they're having sex and they are talking to other people? You know, we're, we're refusing to look at, in many cases, I call this the veil of denial on a parent's have. By the way, it isn't the child that we just necessarily need to train. We need to train parents. And if you help me make that documentary for kids, I'll make one for parents. But you got to help me raise the money to do this. We need to understand that what is happening here is not a of a physical function, but an emotional engagement that will have a long-term effect on our child. You see, one of the things that I see when I work with your children in school is that we are putting kids on the World Wide Web without equipping them with character. And every time you do what's right, instead of what's easy, you get stronger and you have empathy and you care about other people. We are putting them on the World Wide Web while they're getting their sexual identity, while they're getting their moral identity. And we see it as a simply an entertainment or something that's a necessary evil of being a teenager in in 2020. That, that everybody's doing it, and we are refusing to look at the deep-seated emotional impact if they get in a relationship that's an exploitive relationship. Even if your child never sneaks out and gets violated, someone that you don't approve of, who thinks differently from you, who does not see sex needing empathy or connection or consideration they see sex as part of a video game and your child needs their approval because they're in that chat room and many times that total stranger is live streaming eye to eye with your child and you are simply walking away in a veil of denial as you say oh they're on that thing again without looking at the long term emotional impact that is going on in their vision of sex, but more important in their vision of who they are 
are, what they stand for. Do they have character? Do they have worth? And am I enough? This is Opal Singleton. It's Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit sin. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploiting Crimes Against Humanity. We are having a discussion today about what makes the difference between a healthy teenager on the World Wide Web 
and one that is needy and seeking approval. I was thinking as I was talking in the last hour because um, one of the things that is interesting that's happening here is that that our parents are putting our kids, and I, and it's going to happen, by the way. You're not going to be able to not put your child on social media. And yes, for years you've had, you know, all kinds of filters and trackers and all of that kind of thing. That's okay to have all of that. However, what is really the challenge here is, is that your universe of access, one of the things that I'm working on for apps is accessibility rating. And um, by the way, I'm just take, do a takeoff here. I, I just want to say thank you for each and every one of you that donate that make all of this possible because I, I drive thousands of miles. I'm a widow. I don't have any money any left, you know, to do this. But I do. I spend about $3,000 a month driving to schools to train your kids and doing massive amount of research and like that where I can train law enforcement and code enforcement and all kinds of people to rescue. So thank you for doing that. The the, the world that I'm starting to see and the reason why I think uh, and the, photo, the picture I want to leave in your mind, mom and dad, on this is that, you know, let's take back 1950. I'll, I'll just make up a date. I don't care what it is. You might have a young girl, a young guy with low self-esteem, and they would get pregnant early and you know, whatever they did, but it was a very small universe of people that they could experiment with or be violated by. We are going into a unique place in all of history because next year the entire world will be connected by Internet. And even the new apps, like if you followed uh, Million Kids or go to ExploitedCrimes.com and go to Listen and go all the way down, read about TikTok. TikTok is uh, an app that has changed our world. Instead of talking to a few people that you know, you are on the worldwide stage. They can text back to your mobile phone. They know who you are, and it's geo-based. So if you make that little video you're sending out there in your bedroom, they know where you live. So it changed everything. The reason this is so important is that if you have a child with low self-esteem and they're out there on the Internet looking for love in all the wrong places, they are going to be super charged to be violated. Their odds of being violated just went up enormously because they're not just going to be an Instagram where that pedophile can work their way through the Instagram account and pretend to be a hot rock star or a cute little girl and lure your child in where your child might sneak off and meet up with them and get violated. No, when you go on TikTok they can text back to you and you could easily have 3,000 pedophiles after your child. So we're doing this, number one, without educating parents or children how this works. By the way, that app was banned in India for what it's worth. But we're doing this without educating parents or children. Now, I'm doing my darndest, but if I don't get some money so I can get across and get a bigger microphone and a bigger megaphone, it's going to take time. But we're also doing it without ever looking at the psychological uh, profile of our child to see how equipped they are to stand against a predator. One of the most important things we're going to need to do in the 21st century is start to help uh, start at a very young age to prepare character in our children where they don't have to go on the World Wide Web. 
Right now, if your child has low self-esteem and they're 11 years old and they're on TikTok, you know, uh, the first thing I would suggest is that you load them up in the car and take them down to the strip club and leave them off for an hour and see how they do because that's what you're doing. Uh, you're just doing it virtually. And next, you know, if they survive that, take them over to LAX airport and let them stand there and see who they can pick up for a while. Because the proportion, the exponential, I never can say that word, exponential magnification of the potential predators your child will meet has just become an historical level. So we must back up and not, it isn't just educating your child, it's taking a look at the psychological impact of this on your child and how prepared is your child psychologically to live on the World Wide Web. And that maybe should be the headline of this particular uh, story today, not gratitude. But it comes from self-worth from knowing who you are and what you stand for. It comes from having character, uh, doing what's right instead of what's easy, having empathy and having gratitude, of knowing that you are enough, and this is the key. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. We're not one million. We're not a million. We're just simply millionkids.org. And... uh, I'd ask you to please think about supporting this this show financially, supporting our work financially. We help get the girls out of the life once they're out there. I work with the sheriff department, and we actually have a transition program to help to get them off the street. We buy equipment that goes in the dark web so that we can accelerate the number of cases that we're getting and and be able to process that evidence. I trained tens of thousands of kids in school. I've trained over a quarter of a million kids, or people, not just kids. I train adults. We, we do everything we can. We're a small and mighty organization, and we are, have a gold star, guide star rating, you know, but we can't do this without you. So I would ask you to consider supporting me and kids just by going to www.millionkids.org. By the way, we take gifts in kind. If you have anything that you want to turn in, like real estate or car or jewelry or anything else, we'll take it. And we will turn it into cash to save a kid. And it's that simple. That's what, that's what we're all about. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is meandkids.org. And I I just want to say to each and every one of you, this is a complex subject. I'm still doing a massive amount of research on this. I'm trying to sort through, peel back the layers, understand how various apps work, what kind of psychological impact that's going to have on our kids, and more important, what can a parent or law enforcement do about it. So this is really interesting and challenging work. I've been doing it about 10 years now. And uh, every week, it seems like it gets more and more complex. But I also believe that we cannot take time to do that to get weak at this point. We are going into a war in many ways where we must prepare our kids to be strong Christian characters know who they are, what they stand for, and be proud of who they are so they can lead the next generation into how to stay safe on the on the Internet. Most of our kids want to be leaders. Most of our kids have gratitude. Most of our kids have empathy. 
We just need to equip them. And that's why I want to make a documentary. If you want to help me, go to millionkids.org and donate. You folks have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.